Good to see each and every one of you and all the guests. Welcome to our little humble church. I hope it's humble anyway. I pray it's humble. Um, before we get started, I know we do have some special prayer requests. Uh, Miss Suzanne is definitely one of them. Um, I don't see Lou. Is she not here yet? She's on her way. And we definitely want to remember Miss Teresa and her dad. Keep them in our prayers. Uh, any other prayer requests that, I'm, that we can think of? Brother Rutledge, let him take over and introduce all the 
Bud, guess he has with him? Brother Jim? Yes, sir. I hope I can uh, get these names right. Uh, by the way, uh, 2006, 2007, and part of 2008. I was your pastor here. Do like this. I'm getting younger every day. I want to thank you for allowing us to come. Sister Annette here, niece Teresa, my son Kirk, number one daughter-in-law, favorite daughter-in-law. Well, I've only got one, so I can write. Brandon over here came with us. Wife to be here, Miss Barbara Rollins and Peggy Isaiah. Twelve year old, semi thirteen. He plays the guitar and he's working on the trumpet, I believe. So, hey, and I'm Jim Rutledge. I grew up across the creek over here a little ways between Pineville and Hurricane. Uh, my mother was Miss Cubell Rutledge. Uh, uh, Bobby and I were in a class at. Hurricane, and uh, out of Hurricane I went on into Memphis, got in trouble in the pens and the jails and such, but God got a hold of me and I surrendered to preach and I pastored uh, Center Hill here in Mondock County, I pastored Fredonia in Union County, I pastored Casey in Monroe County, South Louisville in Winston County, Antioch in Itawamba County, and here for a couple of years, so I made the circuit. But we want to share with you here today, and I think we've got a young lady who wants to do a song. She wants to do hers first. Miss Janet and wants to do hers first. Okay. Come on up here. <coughs> you at home, you just make yourself at home, okay? You got a mic over here.
Thank you all for the invitation, Brother Bobby. Do you have some words you would like to say now, Brother Bobby, or anything? You want to go, go ahead with our song service? That's good to have you all. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, say much to uh, go back to 1956 when he was a clown in the clay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention Howard Brandon here, and I've got a celebrity here in the house, 46 oh. years of Wally World. Avery, New Albany. Thank you. 
computer hurting. Peggy, this past week, she couldn't say diddly. I mean, broke. And Barbara had
up here, why don't you get your auto fire pan done? Maybe you want to sing with him? You want to sing?
Well, the Bible is scriptural, saying we count our days. Let me read you out of Psalm number 90. So count your days, remember our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Oh, satisfy us early that by thy mercy and let us restore, rejoice, and be glad in all our days. So Moses wrote Psalm number 90. David did, the psalmist did, but he wrote this. He says, so teach us to number our days. That's count our days. You know? Count our days. Uh, I'm going to do some counting here this morning. You can count along with me, so to speak. Psalm, Psalm 90 and verse 12, count our days. Genesis 5 and 5. Adam 930 and he died. Adam lived 930 days. I mean 30 years. Can you imagine that? 930 years and Adam died. He was 341,115 days if you throw in a few weeks in that. Can you imagine that? The scripture said in Genesis 9 and 39, Noah 954 years and he died. We had a chance to go up to Kentucky this past year and two of the ark. But can you imagine Noah? <coughs> he was nine hundred he was five hundred years old when God called him to build an ark. Five hundred years. Am I too loud or not loud enough? Lose my voice. Okay, I'll try to stay around here, James. <coughs> Noah. 934 years, that's 
with a bottle of whiskey in his hand and God struck him good and gave him a good case of guilt and he gave his heart to God he came to case and the next day we were working on the uh, educational building and he said where's the preacher where's the preacher and he called me and he told me about him getting down on his knees the night before and I got him in the car and I saw him driving around the old cut off road and he told me about his asking God to give him saving grace. And we talked and we talked and I asked him, well he asked me, he said, do you think I'm saved? I said, yeah, George, you got a good case of it. And from there he went to our church, I baptized him, he, he, he gave him license to preach, he went to Middleton and preached and pastored churches and such. But he died, he had COVID and he passed away Wednesday alone. This being alone, but he was ready for the Counter days! Counter days! 30,857. Every day of the work week, we're always looking for quitting time. Whether it's at a plant or out in the yard or whatever and such, we're looking for quitting time. We're looking for a bell at work or a buzzer or someone to come by your workstation and say, clean it up around here, it's almost quitting time. We're getting ready to quit. My mother told me while I was picking cotton over here in Uncle Thurman Montgomery's cotton patch and back in 1955. You know, talking about him coming out, I kind of pick up these roads here, get them all level because it's almost quitting time and we'll go in the house. You know what she told me? She said, James Huey, you better stay ready so you won't have to get ready when quitting time comes. You better stay ready where you won't have to beg God for more days until quitting time comes, until He calls us. So, take Moses' advice there in Psalm number 90. The cotton fields. And now, you sit in here. If it's convenient or it's not convenient, if it's early or late, if it's cold or hot, if you're young or old, if you're appreciated or not appreciated, you better be thinking about quitting time. Because it can come as a thief in the night. Last words I told, uh, talked with George Adam Tuesday evening, and he died sometime Wednesday night, and I had prayer with him and such, and you know what he says? So Jim, It'll be okay when spring gets here. You know? It'll be okay when spring, because I fought this mess here and I can't stand it no longer. It was quitting time for him. You know? Jesus taught in numerous ways. He taught by examples. He taught by uh, just whatever. He taught about the big tree. He taught about the house and the sand and building your house on firm that foundation. He taught, he taught about the ten virgins, the five foolish, the five uh, wise. He taught about the, the wide road and the narrow road. He taught about object lessons. Now I'm going to give you an object lesson here this day. In my hand I hold a 1923 case silver dollar. Wore out just about. 1923 minute in San Francisco. One of 19,000 19 million two hundred uh, thousand coins uh, is uh, pin, uh, printed in 1921 through 1925 minus the depression years. 
it was given to me by Jean Brasfield, her and her husband ran the, the hardware store at, Middle, at, at uh, Smithville. This belonged to Miss Lily Faulkner, and I buried Jean's mother, uh, uh, Miss Lily Faulkner. After a couple of three days, I went by to visit, and Miss Jean went through, ran through such and such. I said, Brother Jim, I found a silver dollar in Mama's, Mama's uh, 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 last remains, and I want you to have it. I've carried this silver dollar for 24 years, folks, in a right front pocket. And it's just about worn out. It's un, almost unrecognizable. It's worn, hundred years old. And that's coin. And I'll be blessed and I say, your life is just like this coin, folks. Once you spend it, it's gone. Spend it any way you want to. But this coin has been in my presence for 24 years. And if I spend it, it's gone. Well, that's the way your my life is. It's yours. <clears throat> live it any way you want to, but once you live it, it's gone. And I use this to share with others. Well, what does this silver dollar seen? Well, it's seen 19 presidents. 19 presidents. It's seen two world wars. It's seen just what we went through with the virus. That awful depression such it's seen men walk on the moon it's seen the Bible taken out of our schools it's seen abortion go wild in the, in the world it's seen a lot of things it's seen this electronic age that none of uh, even the six and seven year olds can't walk around without a phone in their hand and they're talking on that silly phone all day long they're like this it's seen a lot of things. It's seen the Pepsi generation, so to speak. Do what you want to. It's seen, you know, uh, on and on and on and on and on. A hundred years. A hundred years. And no many, I don't know how many hands that could talk to me. It probably say Brother Jim has bought food for a family. May have bought a may have bought a cotton sack for some farmer to pick the cotton. It may have been spent for a doctor bill. It may have been spent at an undertaker to pay for a funeral. But all those hands that have touched it and it's gone. And we better be counting our days, as the writer says here. God told Noah to build an ark. Told him at 500 years of age. And he preached, and he preached, and he preached, and he preached for 120 years. And then God came by and he says, That's too long for man to live in sin. Methuselah of 969, he says, I'm going to cut it down to 120 years. And Moses died at 120 on top of a mountain. God buried him, so to speak. Come on down here to Psalm number 70, uh, uh, 90, and it says, Man, mine shall be three score and ten. That's 70 years. Oh. 60 and 10 and 70. So if we get to 70, folks, uh, you know, somewhere along the way, uh, seniors, 
it's going to be counting time. So we count our days. Given maybe a tithe in church. I am supposed to get a tithe here somewhere along the uh, office here somewhere along. Y'all need to. <laughs> pay for a doctor bill. Uh, whatever. Uh, this and this and this. I could go on, on and on and on. But the object is live your life so you won't have to try to get ready for putting time. I don't care if you're a farmer or a truck driver or whatever, but we look for that quitting time. And one of these days, it'll be quitting time for you, and it'll be quitting time for me, just like it was for Paul. We'll see what Joy does. Joy Allen taught Isaiah here. He's 12 years old now. For a year and a half, on Friday evenings, Saturday evenings, Peggy would go straight to George Allen's house and drop off Isaiah, and they would practice the guitar. A year and a half! Now he plays his guitar in church! Spend your life any way you want to, but once you spend it, it's gone. I'm going to give you about three things here we're going to spend our life on in that month. Yeah, I'm going to cut my message short so you, you folks can have dinner. Peggy and Isaiah and I have got to leave here, folks. And we'll probably just leave with it. You got doggy bags back there? Okay, we're going to need three. One for Isaiah and one for me and one for Peggy. Howard and Barbara are going to stay with you, folks. They're going to cheer you on. You may get some testimonies out of Howard, how he's done for 46 years. He lost his wife to virus. Just very few limits at the funeral. I had to drive all the way to Arkansas to Veritas. And I'm just a few. I lost my wife to the virus. I just lost all of us winners whatever and such. Three things I want to suggest that you... Uh, Count your life on. As a man, a book, and an institution. You may have fine men in your life, daddies, granddaddies, whatever, teachers, uh, philosophers, salesmen, whatever. But the man I want to introduce to you, if you haven't been already introduced, introduced to him, that's Jesus Christ. That's the man you need to put your life on. That's the man that through God tells you to count your days. And every time I fill in my pocket, I go back to what he says here. And this old coin's a hundred years old. And I don't know who I'll get in my family. Maybe my son, my daughter. My daughter and her husband would have been here today, but they're on the way to prayer, Hope, Alabama, for a new birth, number four, and their grandbaby. You know. So, she's going to have a baby in the home. I'll be my baby. But anyway, object lesson. Three things about your life, that a man, that's Jesus Christ. A book, that's the Bible. You read a lot of books. I've even written one trying to write another one. I write an article for the journal. I brought some of them for you. Y'all can fight over these later on. You in charge of them, But that book is the Bible. This Bible will keep you from sin. 
Our sin will keep you from this book. And I'm so glad that George and I had those talks in my office. And, and you know, we came up in a hard way. And when he came to the church that day, I hardly knew I had George from Adam's house county. He said, where's the preacher? i got to talk to him. And he said, preacher, I couldn't come to anybody else. I couldn't, couldn't just, I couldn't go to anybody else. I had to come to you. And we spent many hours, many hours in my office and talking and such. You know, he was loyal. And I'm going to preach, I'm going to get a chance to preach his funeral this evening. He was a gift to our picking food. he just, and they're going to have, we're going to have bluegrass at the funeral. We're going to have bluegrass and whatever and such. And, a man and a book. Oh. And the institution, God installed or instituted the church and marriage and such. But the institution is a church. That's where you sit this day. You came here for a reason. We come for various reasons. I hope you've come to hear Hawkins uh, and what God has done through Mother Maybelle Carter and, and the gifts she gave and what he's keeping up and He'll carry her music. Everybody else will rock and roll and rap. Oh, she cut her teeth on the love of God. She cut her teeth in little churches such as this. Peggy, make your way to the piano. I'm not much for singing. What I say, man, the book and the institution, and what I say about this, count your days. That's that one for having 65 times whatever and uh, the year and then throwing a few. Uh, maybe Garrison, you can get it. Most of our gospel music, the heart of the lyrics, come from Scripture. And the song that I want to share the lyrics with you with is softly and tenderly. It's number 190 in the Baptist Hymnal. It was just so with the writer here. Written by Will Thompson in 1830 at the age of 33. He was bent out of shape with all the calamities of the world, the problems, the disappointments, And he remembered Matthew 11 and 28. Come unto me, all you that are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. And he sat down and put the pen and ink softly and tenderly. Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling. Calling for you and calling for me. See on the portals he's waiting and watching. Watching for you and me. Come home. Come home. Ye who are weary. Sis, it ain't gonna be that long for us. I've turned 84 and I've been passing for 52 years 
available up here this evening is number 347 funerals and graves I've walked away from. I've even buried here, Bobby. I've buried me. Come on, come on. You are weary. Come on. Jesus is calling. Calling, oh sinner. Come on. Why should we tarry when Jesus is pleading? Pleading for you and for me. Why should we linger? And he not his mercy. Mercy. Are you? Oh, I want to put enough mercy as I can in the bank of heaven because I'm going to need mercy one of these days and you and I will need it. You write a check on it. Oh, for the wonderful love he has promised. Promise for you and for me. Though we have sinned, and He has mercy and pardon. Pardon for you and for me. Come on, come on. You who are weary, come home. Earnestly and tenderly, Jesus is calling. Calling. You may not remember this day. It may be just a passing fancy in your days that you're counting.
some of you gals that's working back in the kitchen, it'd do us a real favor. Give us a three dollar bag. We won't eat going to the funeral home we'll leave afterwards because we're on a real tight schedule. And Bobby, I, I, I appreciate you allowing us to get out of here and I know Brenda's got to leave early too, so Brenda, you and you and uh, Hawkins and James, y'all get to work it any way you want to and when when it's over, uh, maybe we can come back another time or have more time and maybe our, our leaves will be together and see if improvement this just got. Put it out wherever he goes. Fuck y'all off learn to get a we can lock it over now. You ain't getting out. I've got a bar. Right? You know, get down here and dig out and then uh, meet these folks and share it.
you. And we thank you so much for the blessed word that you've given us this morning. That we can take along in our hearts and our minds as we go out into the world and share your blessings and share your will with the people that we encounter, Lord. And share your
Everybody ready?
Tikam dāmā tāpēc mīsli tā hāndbloks par Stem Stars ielanēm, jau tas pēkojas. I played a little bit on this earlier, I'm going to do an instrumental on it. Uh, you'll hear me talk a lot about the Carter family, that's who I learned from. And Mother uh, Maybell was the master of this instrument. And I just try to do what I can to play homage to her. But I'm going to try to do an uh, instrumental that he played as a gospel tune. It's an old fiddle tune called Liberty. But when she recorded it, the uh, recording companies called it Liberty Dance. So it's no difference, just sounds a little different. So I'm going to try a little bit of that. I hope our picks don't fall. Now, 
I play it as a gospel song. It was in an old movie, but I think it makes a great gospel. It's just another instrumental. Some of them might recognize it. It's called the Bells of St. Mary.
Now, I may have to find my keys here on this because I don't do this very often. A lot of these songs y'all may not have heard. These are all, well, of course, ones I just need to have, but. But Sunshine Sea on the Old Dominion Barn Dance used to sing this song all the time. This would have been back in the 40s. Carter family wrote it. And I'm going to dedicate this to my mother. Oh, no. 
beating in the air.
lady and her husband to do their special. Again, thank you all so much for having me.
you find the key and we'll be one together.